You're listening to a Behind Closed Doors podcast on 3CR 855 AM. Visit the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au forward slash Behind Closed Doors. Our podcasts are also available on iTunes and Spotify. This show is broadcast on the land belonging to the people of Kulin Nation. Behind Closed Doors 3CR pays its respect to elders past, present and emerging and acknowledges that sovereignty has never been ceded, always was and always will be Aboriginal land. You have tuned in into 3CR's program Behind Closed Doors. This program explores all topics related to sex work. We give sex workers and allies a comfortable space to share their experiences. We also appreciate questions from the general public. Behind closed doors aim to uncover what the sex industry is really like. Our program exists to bridge the gaps. Please be mindful this program is not suitable for little years as there may also be explicit language use. Please email us at bcd3cr at gmail.com. Hi everyone, welcome to Australia's only sex worker radio show. You've got Kitty Galore and Sasha Sidek. Hi Sasha. Hi, welcome to another episode of Behind Closed Doors. Here at Behind Closed Doors, things are getting really spicy. Like just last Tuesday, it was Lunar New Year for all of those of us who celebrate. Yes, I celebrated. I went to Chinatown actually, see all the lion dances and we had Chinese uh, cuisine at the restaurant down in Chinatown. That was amazing. Aww. <laughs> Did yeah, you wear some of, the, some of the kids dress up. No, I didn't dress up because um, we went shopping and I thought, let's have some Chinese food for, you know, since it's, it's Lunar New Year. So that's why. But those toddlers were wearing Chongsam. That was so cute. Mm. And, you know, speaking mm. about dressing up, this month... BCD is going to be talking about healthy relationships and sexual health as well. And I'm just thinking, what a way to bring something different and to up the ante within the bedroom simply just by dressing up. Mm-hmm. I love dressing up in the bedroom. And why do you do that, Sasha? I think, you know, it's like uh, putting on your superpower outfit. Makes you feel good. Because as soon good. as I dress yeah, it makes me feel good and I'm into a character in the bedroom as soon as I put that outfit on. It sounds weird, but yeah, that's what I do. What about for people who don't dress up? How can they start getting into it? Well, just wear your birthday suit. <laughs> can take that one off. <laughs> um, do you dress up, Kitty? Well, occasionally I do. Um, I like to reserve it for special occasions or times when I do want to make a bit more of a statement. And Mm -hmm. I think for me, it means that I'm really comfortable in my relationship so that I can dress up or I don't have to dress up and I'll always feel confident with my partner. When it comes to healthy relationships, that is what we're striving for. Do whatever you need to do to find that self-confidence so you can enter that space where there's going to be a lot of intimacy and physical touch. You can enter that space with confidence and security. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I like surprise. I like impromptu um, sex. 
like something that you don't really um, plan on. So right. I, I just like surprise and put an outfit or a lingerie with a high heel on because I like looking at my feet when my legs are up with high heels on. So it's always put a bit of spice. And that's also another way to start some spark, right? By going mm. out of your uh, preferred scheduled time for sex. Yeah, of course. I mean, sometimes people in relationship, it becomes like a chore for them to have sex. Um, I've spoken to some of my girlfriends and they said sometimes it's just like, yeah, my, my husband, partner is just so horny and just like, you know, I'll just do it, whatever. It's not supposed to be like that, you know? You need to get excited too. You want to want it too, right? Uh, that That's would be creates, ideal. Yeah, that would create um, a sexual relationship, I guess. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, you want, you want to have both of your needs to meet. Mm. So, yeah. So how can we actually do that, Kitty? Do you have any advice for the listeners who actually think sex is the chores for them? Well, okay, I can only speak from my experiences that I've learned through sex work. And with sex work, I have had the um, great wealth of experience from sleeping with, (laughs) you know, many different encounters. And I believe that if you want to overcome the mundane, then you have to go out of your mundane. In other words, Mm. you just have to do something different. Try something you've never done before. So maybe it's buying flowers. Maybe it's doing the dishes before. Maybe it's having a shower, grooming yourself. Um, But you can't expect your partner to fulfill your sexual needs if you are not meeting whatever their minimum standard is in terms of hygiene, in terms of their needs, in terms of them feeling safe and secure around you. And this goes, you know, for anyone in a relationship, whether it is a LGBTIQA plus community relationship um, or a, you know, male or female, it's not solely for one person, right? Like everyone has to play a part in making the relationship healthy. And successful. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually a very complex um, topic to talk about because different people feel differently. You get what I mean? Sometimes um, people have lived together for so long that they forgot how to um, be sexy anymore. Mm. And you know, I, each other. I want to say that's okay. Yeah. Like things happen in life. People get busy. People have kids. Uh, Sometimes we lose ourselves when there's loss and grief or, you know, things change in life and that's okay. But we need to say, all right, things are not where I want them to be. And I acknowledge Mm -hmm. they are, you know, X number of steps away from where ideally it should be. So what can I do not to get to where the ideal is, but what can I do today? What are some small steps I can do today to move towards a healthy relationship? It could just be even having dinner with your partner. Some people don't even have time to have a meal with their partners. Yeah. We just need to embrace that, hey, as part of being human beings, we have biological needs. Of course. Of course. This is why we have our show to promote sex positivity. People talk about sex. (laughs) And with that, you're listening to Behind Closed Doors, Australia's only sex worker radio show. Breathe in, 
and out. You're listening to 3CR. So, Sasha, we received an email from one of our listeners asking、mm. how we can improve or change up、um, a relationship that has vanilla sex. How can you add a bit more flavors into the mix? <laughs> you know what? I, my favorite flavor for ice cream is vanilla. So,、mm. what's wrong with vanilla? <laughs> <laughs> you、and、just have to have sprinkles on it. The interesting thing is, I never liked vanilla until late last year. And I'm like, wow, I have been missing out on vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> I love vanilla. And then sometimes I just put ca-、uh, caramel sauce or sprinkles or hot chocolate sauce. So I actually love vanilla. Yeah. So let's get back to the question. So, how do we spice up for vanilla sex? So, Can you explain to me a little bit what is vanilla sex? It depends on the person, right? But I imagine、yeah. vanilla sex is just plain man on top of woman, woman on her back.、Um, wham bam, thank you, ma'am. That's it. Okay, so maybe I could have an idea. Maybe have sex in the kitchen top. Different、oh, yeah. cultures have different levels of excitement and what is vanilla to、Correct. them, right?、Um, but what I'm yeah, hearing from you is location is one way to do it. And then、mm-hmm. before we even got into this, you mentioned just add sprinkles. And like you can literally、mm. just add sprinkles into your bedroom.、Um, sprinkle the bed with flowers, sprinkle the bed with extra sprinkles, or bring whipped cream into the bedroom. Yeah, that's it.、Um, or what did you say before? <laughs> Chocolate syrup was that right? Yeah, cho- yeah, not the hot one. So it has to be the cold one if you want to use it on her body or his body, or even hot <laughs> wax. <laughs> yeah, it has to be what you are into or your your partner into as well. So I think open communication is the key here as well. So just have a conversation and talk about or、uh, about sexual fantasies, about sexual needs. And then you know, I think usually the plan out sex usually doesn't go as planned. This is from my experiences. Usually the impromptu ones are always the best one. Maybe you go out to a bar, getting a bit a little bit tipsy, and then just get on it,、mm. and then just get get freaky as freaky <laughs> as you can. <laughs> well, true, then you've、right? got people like me who don't drink at all, so tipsy isn't really、uh-huh. an option. Communication is such a huge thing, but the next question is,、mm. how do you get there, right? How do you go from having no sex or having one type of sex for a very long time to、okay. bringing in the excitement? From my personal experience, I think it always has to come from meeting the needs of your partner, making sure they're feeling safe, secure, and loved, and then from there you can slowly introduce. Uh, special things they're not expecting. So, for example,、mm. a cup of tea, a back rub, kisses on the neck, you know, whispers in the ear,、uh, a little gift. Perhaps the person, if the person is a man and doesn't usually groom, maybe they can groom themselves,、um, get、mm. a wax, or wear a mankini or something to show that they're putting in effort. Um, yeah, and then once they've put in that effort consistently, then they should start seeing their partner slowly,、um, with you know gaining confidence and trust, start to be able to put in effort as well. 
What do you think, Sasha? Yeah. You know what? I totally agree with everything you said. But if you're single and you're looking to have non-vanilla sex, look up for sex workers. You <laughs> have all the experiences. So I think, like I said again, communication is the key. So you need to. Um, tell that sex worker that before you book them, tell about your sexual needs, what you want it to happen, or what you've been fantasizing about. So yeah, open, open, open uh, communication is 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 the best way. So it can uh, get to what you are looking for. Mm. Sometimes, maybe sometimes people just want to have sex, just want to have sexual needs meet, right? Mm -hmm. And there's also, there's people who want to date and have this chemistry and um, have romance and then sex will happen. So I guess, um, yeah, I guess it's open to anybody who are looking for whatever you need. You see, from the many years of sex work that I've done, I've learned that sex for each different individual is very different. Some people like other things that I might not like. Mm. As a sex worker yeah. providing a professional paid service, I like to listen, communicate to my partner um, and receive communication from my partner so I can meet those needs. Um, sometimes it's hard to draw out what a client wants, but you know, with patience and um, a little sexy talking, it's, it's not too hard to find out. The key here is that you have to ask. If your partner isn't communicating with you, you should be asking them. Yeah, yeah, I agree. A lot of customers um, just book you and assume that um, you know what they want. We're not wizards, yeah? <laughs> We're sex workers. So I'm You mean mind readers? I'm very, yeah, I'm just like honest to them straight up i said what do you want because i've never met you i usually talk on the phone first especially uh, the new ones the new uh, customers say like what do you want if actually things that they actually want and i could not provide i would say i'm so sorry uh you have to find someone else because that's not a service that i'm providing mm. so i'll give you an example some of them want even like some kinky uh fetishes right like things that I'm not into it, like shitting on a bread. <laughs> oh, <So. laughs> I think that's yeah. called the Russian. Is it called the Russian or the scat or something, right? I don't know. I think they're yeah, both correct. I, I don't know the right term terminology for it, but this person called me and just want me to shit on his bread as a sandwich and then he wants me to watch him eat. I see. And he actually offered me a really good sum of money. And I know uh, a few of the sex workers have done it. So I know he can pay. But I was thinking, I'm not going to enjoy this. And it's going to scar me for life. So no, I'm, I, I keep saying no. And I and love he keep this... calling and I had to block his number. <laughs> <laughs> I love this story. Thank you so much for sharing it with all of us. <laughs> Because it only shows that boundaries are so important. Like, yes, you is. have to respect yourself. And even though your partner mm. might want something of you, if that crosses your boundaries, you need to say no. You need to be able to feel, you need to be able to feel safe enough to say no. And your partner should yeah, respect I, I, you. I, and if they don't respect you, that is a red flag. Agree, sis. But I have a question. What if 
you could not fulfill your partner's needs, and that's where cheating happened. Ooh. So, what what advice can you give? I guess walk away. Is it? I think that we're all only human, so there will yeah. be times where we can't fulfill our partner's needs or our clients' needs. Maybe we're unwell. Maybe we're going through a phase. But ultimately. If there is communication, that partner whose needs aren't being met needs to speak up and say, you know, I think we've tried, but I'm still not getting yeah. my needs met. And this is what I would like to do. And then suggest yeah. what they would like to do. I think that's the only fair and respectful way rather than jumping straight to cheating because cheating can really, mm. really hurt and destroy a person. Um, I know that with sex work, um, it's people like to think sex work automatically equates to cheating, but it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We are servicing we so many too. people, um, you know, yeah. war veterans who are widowed, uh, people who have disability, people who just can't find relationships, mm. people who mm. can find relationships and are highly dateable, but don't want to disappoint their future partners or they don't want to risk um, making their potential partners unhappy because they have some needs that they feel like, Correct. you know, many people can't fulfill or maybe they're too busy. Yeah. Maybe they fly around the or world constantly for work. Or they're too scared to be judged too. Yes, that's very valid. Mm. One of the common themes that has come up from this conversation that we've had is communication. That is a huge key to success for healthy relationships. 100% sis, that is a really good advice for our listeners who are struggling to find your sexual needs meet, uh, oh. especially with your partners. Yeah, or have a conversation. Um, yeah. Okay, conversation so Sasha, say I'm mm. the partner and I'm shy, right? Like we rarely have sex. I work very mm. long shifts. Maybe our relationship isn't great, but I want to have a better mm -hmm. sex life with my partner. Let's say that's you, but I'm shy to talk yeah. to you about it because it's not part of our culture. It's not part of our, our history of being together. It's not part of mm. who I am to speak up and to communicate, right? How can I do that and start communicating with oh. you? My God, that is a really tough question. Okay. I love challenges. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know what, at the end of the day, like I said, if, uh, communication, you need to communicate. I know it's hard, it's easy saying than doing, but you need to communicate. You can't just uh, assume that um, your partner is not interested in you anymore. Mm. Maybe your partner is just insecure with the body or mm. things that are going through um, his mind or her mind. Um, so I think that yeah, open communication is the key because sex is really, really important in a relationship. I, I believe it's really important because that's where you still feel that you, um, your partner still wants you and uh, loves you. I, that's how I feel anyway. And we're um, so vulnerable when we have sex. You know, we're completely naked. We're exposed. Mm. You're private. Uh, <laughs> being manipulated in some way physically and yeah it's such a vulnerable space and a privileged space yeah i i agree i mean i have previous relationships and um if it 
if I don't have sex with my partner for maybe let's say a week or two, I start to question myself. I become really insecure and being paranoid. And you know what? I actually start to have a conversation and say, "Are you losing interest in me?" And the funny part is, the answer was that I, I received said, "No, I want you to want me too." Aww. It's always me who wants. <laughs> it's always me who jumping you. So I want you to jump me too. I said, "Oh my God, stop playing this game!" <laughs> I'm so used for you to jump on me. So <laughs> okay, so I said. Have a have a communication. You just make me so paranoid. I thought you lose interest in in having sex with me anymore. So, so you yeah. must have felt so much relief after having that conversation. Oh. Hell yeah, yeah. And was it hard <laughs> to have that conversation? It was hard for me. It was really hard, but I just need because I was getting really really paranoid. I just I feel. I just feel ugly. I thought, you know, maybe I put on weight, or he just lose interest in me. There's so much in my head, or he's cheating on me.、Mm-hmm. So, so I end up asking that question. I said, "Did you lose interest、um, in having sex with me? Because we have had sex for two weeks." And and then he said, "I was waiting for you to ask because, yeah, it's always me who wants you. You never showed anything that you want me."、Mm-hmm. I said, "It's fair enough." I was like shocked. Um, and relief at the same time. Right. I love that you tried,、yeah. even though you felt so uncomfortable to voice how you felt. You tried yeah, anyway, yeah. and you got the answer that explained everything. And I,、yeah. I put my shoes in a, you know, I put my feet <laughs> in the shoes of our listeners, thinking, "Wow, there are people out there who haven't had sex for maybe even two years or twenty years." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually want to be in a relationship where you are attracted to each other all the time. I don't want to be just coexisting relationship. I I think I'll be happy on my own. I don't want to be just coexisting, you know, in a relationship. This is just my opinion.、Mm, different people will have different needs, but what we want to encourage you here at BCD is to. Find a healthy relationship, and there there are、yeah. healthy relationships that exist. But it starts with us being able to set、mm. our boundaries by figuring out what we want, what we don't want, and taking that time for ourselves to think those things through. And then once those boundaries are set and we are clear about what we want and what we don't want, then we can start communicating either with our partner, our date. Um, you know, our spouse、yeah. uh, or sex worker who we're hiring communicate、mm. to the other person what is it that your needs are and how can they be met.、Uh, you know, it's so uncomfortable sometimes. I'm sure we've all <laughs> been there where we're like, "Oh, I want this, but I don't really want to say it."、Um, but it's, I know it's really the only way to get I- what you want because again. Humans are not mind readers. We're not wizards.、Yeah. I mean, we might be able to、yeah. read a bit of body language, but sometimes that doesn't happen. So to increase、yeah. your chances of success, communication is such a huge key. And as Sasha demonstrated with sharing her experiences, it was just tr-、mm. through trying. And you've said this before on the show, Sasha. You said yeah, it yeah. it might suck at first, but just keep trying.、Yeah. You get better at it. You will get better at it. It's true. I mean, I was so nervous to even、uh, open my mouth and 
even want to talk about it, but I had to because I was just getting so paranoid. But I think as well, you know, when you on the dating um, or on the honeymoon period, you will be doing this sex thing, sending nude pictures within each other. I think you shouldn't stop doing it when you're already in a relationship or living together or married. I think you should still do it. I mean, why stop? Do, this is what makes you attract to each other in the first place. Mm, I think insecurities right? get in the way or, um, you know, life just gets in the way. But people don't have to be sending nudes or even unsolicited nudes to each other. People can just yes. be playful. Why not? <laughs> just, just be playful and flirt. Like, hey, you know, what are you doing tonight? Like, can I come home with yeah, you? True. Even though you live in the same home, right? Like, just be cheeky and be playful cheeky. and have fun. Yeah, cheeky and playful, yes. Yes, I agree. Yes, but nudes better. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I'm telling our listeners, ask yourself what you want. If if nudes are your thing, like Sasha is, then, you know, <laughs> there's so much to learn from each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, do those small things that you still do in your honeymoon period, as they say, when you are dating. And that's what makes you attract each other until you even um, begin a relationship and even got married. Mm. So, look at Look at that uh, where you start, when, when you first met. Try something new as well. So when you start communicating with your partner and say you've never done it before mm. and they think, oh, that's strange. Like, you know, is this person cheating on me now? Like, why are they communicating yeah. so much? Or why are they doing all these special things? Just blame BCD. Say to them. Yeah, blame us. <laughs> yes, we were happy to take responsibility on this. Please. Just say, BCD, Kitty and Sasha taught me this. Yes, and just say, I was driving home one day, really bad traffic jam. I was trying to figure out the radio stations and somehow landed on 3CR, 855 AM. It was Thursday, 6 PM, and I heard this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but we want yes, so badly for you to have a great, wonderful, fulfilling healthy relationship and if that includes some sexy encounters then by all means more power to you and those sexy encounters put some sprinkles on that vanilla ice cream (laughs) (laughs) so sasha we are running out of time yet again but that's not to fret because the whole month of february we're going to be exploring more about healthy relationships and sexual health as well so Mm. um, in addition to today's episode we've also done a podcast series in 2021 about consent now consent goes hand in hand with healthy relationships and we'll link you to these podcast episodes about consent um, together with today's show as well before we wrap up, Sasha, I'd love for you to share the upcoming events for this weekend and the weekend after. It's Midsummer Festival here in Victoria. Um, last Sunday was the first day, so there was a Midsummer uh, Carnival. So this Sunday will be the Pride March, Midsummer Pride March. That will be in St Kilda on Fitzroy Street. It's from 12 to 4 p.m. There's going to be a march and it's it's almost like a mini Mardi Gras and then after we will march to the beach Sankara beach and then there's going to be like a tea dance there's food trucks and drinks just party on the street so and then the week after it will be 
Trans Pride March concert. Now, this is a huge event not to be missed because Sasha is one of the organizers for this amazing event yes. that's going to be at Federation Square. Yes, that's it. That will be uh, from 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. And all the artists and musicians will be all trans and non-binary people. Uh, this is uh, part of the Trans Pride March. So the Parents Park March will, uh, has been postponed since 2019. We are able to do this concert finally this year. So please come. It's a free event. Okay, Trans Pride March concert will be on the 12th of February at 12 midday. Will people be able to meet you there as well, Sasha? Yes, of course. Come <laughs> with me. <laughs> Please come, uh, bring your family members, bring your kids. It's going to be a fun day. Um, don't forget to come and say hi and take pictures with me. Oh, I'm not that, that big, but I'm a celebrity within my friends. So, yeah, <laughs> <please>. <laughs> it sounds like a really wonderful event not to be missed. And, you know, mm. it's also a way to be introduced to this wonderful rainbow community as well. And just being... Yeah able to see the pride that is among all the trans people within our community. So thank you so much for organizing this. And we hope lots of people will show up and come to say hi. Yes, please. Looking forward to meet all of you. Thank you, everyone. That's all the time we have for today. You're listening to Australia's only sex worker radio show, Behind Closed Doors on 3CR 855 AM. This is a replay from an episode of Behind Closed Doors. We sincerely hope you enjoy this episode as much as we have enjoyed producing it.